Powered by Clear Vision Development Group, this is Better Than Before with Tony Richards, a business leader's podcast. Each week, we'll provide you with top business insights, fresh perspectives from world-class guests, and the tools you need to lead better than before. And now, here's your host, author and business coach, Tony Richards. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Better Than Before. This is Tony Richards, and I'm here with Chief Producer Bill. Hello. And you can subscribe to our show. We'd love to have you as a subscriber. That way you never miss an episode. And please leave us a five-star review. We'd be highly appreciative for that. Also, uh, we got the Exponential Leadership Retreat coming up February 26th, 27th, and 28th. This is a fabulous three-day interactive experience with me. We do it here at our offices at Clear Vision at Columbia, Missouri. And I'm only going to do this three-day leadership development experience one time in 2019. So this is going to be your only opportunity here in about six weeks, five weeks from now. So don't miss your opportunity to take part in this unique development experience. And uh, I'm looking forward to seeing you. For those three days, helping you get better than before. And uh, one more item. If you have questions that you'd like answered on future shows, you can interact with us very easily by email at info at clearvisiondevelopment.com. Or you can use the hashtag better than before and do that as you follow me on Twitter at Tony Richards Four. Allison Beamer is our special guest today. She's partners with her husband in this chiropractic practice called Beamer Chiropractic here in Columbia. She's coming up uh, in our next segment, and I'm excited to talk to you about what chiropractic can do for you, especially here in the middle of uh, the winter time. As we are recording the show today, we have snow falling. Yes. And uh, I just can't wait to get out there with all those responsible drivers. <laughs> So a couple of news items I want to talk about, Bill. First of all, let's talk about business confidence in the economy. Unfortunately, confidence in the global economy is falling, but uh, investors are becoming more and more encouraged because the market's actually been doing pretty well since Christmas. Right. I I just read uh, today that stocks are off to their best start since 2006. There you go. 73% of leaders at mid-sized companies and 55% at small companies remain optimistic about the national economy. It's down a little, 16 and 8 percentage points respectively from a year ago, according to the annual J.P. Morgan Chase Business Leaders Outlook. The biggest drop in optimism about the global economy, it's down about 30 points from 2018 to now, is just 39% of business leaders at mid-sized businesses are optimistic about the outlook for the world's economic prospects. But when it comes to their own businesses, and I quite agree with this, leaders are signaling strength. A full 91% of small and mid-sized companies say they plan to maintain or increase their capital expenditures this year. 81% of mid-sized companies expect their revenue and sales to increase, and 74% expect higher profits this year versus last year. Now, among small businesses, 
60% expect revenue and sales growth, and 58% expect to see higher profitability. Business leaders are optimistic wow. about 2019. It sounds like it. Have you heard about the 70% tax rate? I have not. This new House representative, Alexandria Cortez, she has a proposal to raise tax rates as high as 70% on America's wealthiest citizens. Here's her exact quote from 60 Minutes Sunday or two ago. You know, you look at our tax rates back in the 60s, and when you have a progressive tax rate system, your tax rate, you know, let's say from zero to 75,000, maybe 10 or 15%. But once you get to like the tippy tops on your 10 millionth dollar, sometimes you see tax rates as high as 60 or 70%. That doesn't mean all 10 million are taxed at an extremely high rate, but it means that as you climb up this ladder, you should be contributing more. Because? Well, that's fair, isn't it? So this person has been in Congress now a week. I'm speechless. Yes, and that's all I'm going to say about that, is that now we have people in Congress who want to tax the wealthiest Americans at 70% and leave them 30. Well, I'm not sure if it's a good or bad idea, but shouldn't we have some sort of plan in place before we just start taxing people? Even more depressing news coming up, Bill. Even though you think somebody out there wants to tax at 70%, Mm-hmm. I have even more depressing news than that. And th- this is serious. Okay. Okay. In a study that's been provided to Axios, 68% of young people from the ages of 14 to 29 say school shootings are the most important issue facing the United States. 77% said they or someone close to them had suffered from mental health issues. And this issue connects young Americans unlike anything except 9-11 in the last 20 years. This is from John Della Volpe, who is the founder and CEO of Social Sphere. And he's also the director of polling at the Harvard Kennedy School Institute of Politics. He's conducted focus groups of 14 to 29-year-olds in multiple cities, Atlanta, Chicago, Columbus, L.A., and Parkland, Florida. And then he's polled 2,235 people from that same age group. And school shootings were the number one issue for female, white, black, Hispanic, rural, and suburban youth. And it was in the top three for male, Republican, and rural youth. Almost 50% of African Americans said they know someone who has been shot. And I, I do. I know uh, at two different school shootings, I know people. Is that right? Oh, yeah. Wow. Yeah, way back, I'm thinking it was in the 90s, there was a high school in uh, West Paducah, Kentucky, Heath High School, mm-hmm. and there was a shooting there, and I knew some people who were involved. And then just last year, I think it was, was it last year, the Marshall County, Kentucky school shooting happened, and I knew a lot of people. Really? One of my best friends uh, had a family member who was... Uh, affected by that and over like I think I, I could be wrong about the amount but I think somewhere 50 or 60 kids were injured and it just it's it, it, it's horrible I mean I mean as, as a kid you go to school you ought to feel safe right I right mean, 
I, I hate to be the person who's talking about the way things ought to be or should be, but yeah, these are definitely different times because used to be you'd go to school and that was not considered the real world mm-hmm. because people would say, well, when you got out of school, you're really going to experience the real world. But these school shootings have really become a reality in schools and it's terrible. I agree. Uh, school shooting. I got one more fact here. School shootings have politicized this generation. A preliminary estimate is that 31% of those polled voted in the midterms, and that's nearly double the 2014 midterm turnout of this age group, and the primary issue was school shooting. Wow. I mean, I don't know what the answer is. I wouldn't even portend, but there's got to be an answer to safety and security for our young people who are trying to get educated. Absolutely. Amazon is going to give out samples. They are quietly, very quietly, that's why we're talking about it, because they are quietly piloting a program to let brands like Maybelline and Folgers pay to send free samples to consumers, all based on what the retail giant already knows they are likely to purchase. Free samples turning into targeted advertising plays to Amazon's strength as a trusted delivery service of everyday goods, and they are placing a large bet that this sample strategy is something its biggest competitors, Google and Facebook, cannot match. And Amazon is quietly telling consumers that it surprises select customers with samples that we think you will think are delightful and helpful. Nice. So have you have you uh, received any? No, and I'm an Amazon customer. I mean, I'm a big volume guy. I, mean, I know, right? I mean, not only is Amazon shipping a lot of things to my house, they ship a lot of things to this office. Yes. You would think, where's my free stuff? Well, that's why I asked. I, th- I thought for sure you'd receive something. Amazon has eclipsed Microsoft again. And they go back and forth in the market. But they Amazon has eclipsed Microsoft as the most valuable publicly traded company in the United States as a seesawing stock market continues to reshuffle corporate America's pecking order. So mm-hmm. Apple was there several weeks ago. Then Microsoft took it. Now Amazon's got it. Here's something uh, I thought was interesting. NBC is going to cut their commercial time. So NBC Universal is going to reduce the number of ads during prime time, and they're looking now at other times during the day to do the same. NBC Universal, like other legacy television networks, that'd be NBC, CBS, ABC, uh, is trying to push away from the old advertising model that networks relied on for decades. Today's consumers hate ads. And I'm here to tell you, yesterday's consumers didn't like them all that much either. <laughs> and new advertisers want more digital solutions. So NBC Universal is saying that it's going to reduce the number of commercial breaks in primetime television shows by more than 20% across all its networks by 2020. It's the 2020-2020 plan. <laughs> Last year, it committed to a 10% reduction in ad breaks. I have no idea whether they did it or not. The company also says it's looking to decrease ad breaks during additional shows outside primetime slots like the Today Show or the Ellen DeGeneres Show. Cutting down on television ads is only half the strategy. They're also pushing to simultaneously provide better targeting options and also sell more digital ads, which is sort of like what we talked about with Amazon. 
So they're going to use targeting online to find out what you like so they can make sure you see the ad when you're doing the stuff you like to do. That's why you go and you look at boots and you go on to another website and while you're looking at something else, all of a sudden the boot ad shows up right. and you're like, oh yeah, I meant to buy those. And then you <laughs> click and go back and hopefully buy them. That is the targeting strategy. Mm -hmm. A spokesperson for NBC Universal says the company will expand its new lucrative ad format, Prime Pods, that will help reduce overall commercial time by letting advertisers reserve ad space for higher cost during the very beginning or very end of a show where a viewer is more likely to be hooked. NBC Universal will scale its new proprietary artificial intelligence-powered ad targeting solution that reads scripts and closed captioning, helping advertisers connect its content at the scene level. Look, there's a television show starring Tony Richards and Bill Foster, and Bill Foster's holding a Coca-Cola. <laughs> Would you like to buy a Coke? <laughs> I mean, that's what they're saying. Yeah, more placement. I'm watching a movie, and in the movie, The Rock is eating Jif peanut butter. <laughs> I'm like, look, I like The Rock, and I like peanut butter. I wish I had some peanut butter. And then an ad's going to say, 50% off Jif. That's funny. They're figuring us out. You think you want less ads? They're going to give you less ads, but you're not going to escape the ad. <laughs> Artificial intelligence is going to follow you and make sure that it records the things you do so that the ads can be there when you do it. It kind of reminds me a little bit of the old school when you know you said there there will be ad placements within the show itself. Right, in the scene. In the scenes. They used to do that all the time uh, in television when television first came out. That's true. They just did the commercial live. They did it live or they would have the product placements in, within the show itself. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. Nothing's new. It's just presented in a more intelligent or more technological way. Exactly. All right. So it's time for the stat of the day. Allison Beamer is standing by. She's going to be here as a guest coming up next to talk about chiropractic health. But before we get to her, people who were asked to guess the weight of a box of potatoes gave an estimate that was 10% less if they were told they would get help lifting the box. This is according to a team led by Adam Dorfield at Rutgers University. When they were told they would have to lift the box by themselves, they correctly guessed it weighed 10.5 pounds on average. When they were informed that another person would help them lift the box, they guessed it 9.4 pounds. Their perceptions were shaped not only by what they could do by themselves, but what they believed they could do with others' help, the researchers say. That's very interesting. So there you go, Bill. Now you know that when you look at a piece of production equipment that you have to take out to do a commercial in the field, you will think that the box weighs a certain amount. But if you say, you know, Tony will be helping you carry the equipment out, you'll think, this feels lighter. <laughs> Yeah, I was trying to wrap my brain around why I would think it was lighter if I had another person help. Because it would say, still weigh the same, you would think, right? <laughs> yes, yes. But researchers have studied this, and they have decided that they are thinking it's 10% less. The image that comes to my mind, which is a terrible image, is we'd like for you to be a pallbearer. And you're thinking, well, it's got to weigh 10% less because there's five other people helping me. Right. So that's 50%. If it's 10% per person, 
Oh, right. It's going to only be half the amount, right? But I don't know if you've ever encountered this. Have you ever moved furniture with somebody? I have. And you felt like they weren't really carrying Yes. The- yes, definitely. So you're like, come on, man, pick up your end. <laughs> And no wonder that other person goes, well, this is really light. <laughs> well, because the other person is carrying more of it than you are. Yep. Wow. So Allison's coming up. Better Than Before is sponsored by University Subaru. From here, been here, always will be here. University Subaru, your truly locally owned dealer. Hi, I'm Dave Drain. And I'm Dan Burks. And we're the owners of University Subaru. As a locally owned business, we care for our community. We know how important it is to give back because we grew up here and we raised our family here. This is our home. Which means we care for customers like we care for the community. University Subaru, your truly locally owned dealer. From here. Been here. And we will always be here for you. Are you ready to up your game? Attend the Exponential Leadership Retreat from February 26th through 28th. In these three days, you'll receive personalized leadership coaching in a small group setting led by Tony Richards. Learn to communicate like a leader, understand your motivators, and differentiate yourself from your peers. As a business coach and consultant, I work with leaders every day to help them up their game and lead their team to victory. During this leadership development experience, you will receive the tools you need to unlock your potential. Invest in yourself and gain the same access to Tony that his C-level clients receive. Register for the Exponential Leadership Retreat online at clearvisiondevelopment.com. Welcome back to our program, Better Than Before. Tony Richards, your host, along with uh, someone that I enjoy talking to. And full disclosure, I am a client and have been helped immensely by their practice, Beamer Chiropractic here in Columbia, Missouri. Allison Beamer is my special guest on the show today, and I want to talk to her about the benefits of chiropractic treatment. And Allison, I'm just really thrilled that you're here today. Oh, thanks for having me. You this bet. is such a great opportunity. And of course, I love talking to you. Yeah, I want to tell everybody like it's like eating at a great restaurant. When you get finished, you want to tell other people about how you've enjoyed it or whatever. And your practice has really helped me. I've referred some of my clients to you guys before and they've really been helped. So I thought this might be an opportunity for us to spread the word and tell more people about it. And especially people that I work with, which are busy executives, they have a lot of stress. They're probably at that stage in their life where they have some aches and pains. I mean, I know I do. That tends to happen as you get older. And so I want to talk all about how this can be helpful. But before we start, just tell me a little bit about your family. I know you have children. and Yes, I am married to my husband, Aaron Beamer. He's also a chiropractor. And of course, you know, we work together. Yeah. And uh, we have three beautiful children. I have a seven-year-old boy named Brody. I have a 10-year-old girl named Alyssa and a 12-year-old boy um, whose name is Ben. So, of course, our world revolves around them. You bet. Other than that, we 
on our chiropractic office here in town. And we just love helping as many people in the community that we can. There's lots of pictures on Facebook. So I've seen your yes. family having lots of fun together. Yes. So that's awesome. Yes. Now tell me about your practice. How long have you been in business and what sorts of services do you offer? We've been in Columbia 15 years. Just the two of us have our practice. We have great staff. Um, we offer chiropractic care and we do acupuncture as well. But we help with all sorts of conditions, whether it's lower back pain or neck pain, headaches, sciatica, joint pain. Um, the list goes on and on on what we treat. So let me take you back in time a little bit. Let's go back to a younger Allison. So what caused you to want to get into chiropractic therapy type work? My brother's a chiropractor. I see. And so he went first. He went first. Okay. About seven, eight years ahead of me. So when I saw what he was doing and he loved his job and how many people he was helping every day. I thought, you know, I'm going to do that. Now, where are you originally from? Um, I grew up in Knoxville, Iowa, but then I moved to Colorado for like junior high and uh, high school. And also I went to Colorado State University, but I feel like Midwest is where my roots are. Did you and Aaron know each other before? No, we met in chiropractic school. You met in the chiropractic college. In Iowa, right? yes. Okay, good. Yes. So he's from Iowa as well. Yeah, so educate our listeners a little bit about the history of chiropractic. A long time ago, the first adjustment was made um, in between the shoulder blades, actually, over 100 years ago. It was uh, for a deaf person, actually. So they made the adjustment. He could hear again, and they thought, huh, we're on to something here. The back controls more than just pain. It controls the nervous system. Yeah. Now, what are some of the myths that surround chiropractic that just aren't true? Well, in our office in particular, it does not hurt. You know, you see it in the movies and there's a lot of whipping and cracking and yeah. and that it hurts. So in our office... I've experienced the opposite. I hurt when I get there and I feel better when I leave. So. Right. So in our office, it's very gentle. A lot of times people leave and say, huh, that's it. That's a lot different than I was anticipating. Mm-hmm. So we're very gentle. It's not an overnight fix. Some people might say, oh, I went to a chiropractor, but it didn't help me. Yeah. Well, it didn't take one or two visits. It'll take some time. Just like healing your body on a broken bone. It takes some time. But um, So that's a myth that is an overnight fix. Yeah, right. I tell people that I equate it to my dogs. Like, well, you can't just feed your dog once. You have to continue feeding them, right? You didn't just eat one time. So it takes over a period of time for help. Some time and some repetition for sure. So what types of ailments uh, do people come in for? Uh, Let's see. We do sciatica pain. We do neck pain. Mid-back tension is a big one. A lot of people carry the stress in between their shoulder blades. Headaches, migraines, we see a lot of plantar fasciitis in the feet with feet pain, knee pain, shoulder pain, carpal tunnel pain. I was going to say, it seems like to me that computers are wonderful things, but it seems like to me that our hunching over our screens and our constant use of the mouse and a lot of those things, they cause some of that, right? Absolutely. And we try to teach ergonomics in our practice every day because the way you sit, your posture, how you hold yourself in your chair. Are your feet on the ground or are they under you? Are you holding your shoulders up to your ears when you're typing? It just all causes tension. So we try to teach the right ergonomics while you're working. Yeah. Because nowadays a lot of people are sitting, you know, eight to five. I noticed that Bill, our producer, straightened up there yeah. just as you were talking. <laughs> right. He was taking your advice. He, he's putting his shoulders back and straightened his back. Yeah, you got to uncross those feet and put them flat on the ground. Oh, there you go. <laughs> oh, I love this. We've got in-the-house instruction right now. 
So I understand it takes a while from my own experience. And it's a maintenance thing for me. I know if I don't come in every two weeks or so, my hips are going to get a little out and I need them adjusted, my shoulders or my neck. And I mean, Aaron's really good about asking me, well, what are you experiencing? And then he makes the proper adjustment. But what are some of the long-term benefits you've seen people experience when they engage you over time? Sure. So of course, people always come in for their first appointment, usually because they have some sort of pain. But once we get them out of pain, we try to keep them out of pain. So if you get adjusted once every six weeks, once a month, whatever your maintenance schedule is, our goal is to prevent any pain. People will come in and say, oh, I have headaches, but they're normal. You should not have normal aches and pains. No matter what age you are, you should not have any aches and pains. So our goal is to put you on a maintenance program where you don't have any aches and pains um, to keep you off all medications, but to also decrease your chances of getting degeneration. If you let a joint out of alignment for a long period of time, it produces degeneration. And over time, that'll cause pain. So if you just continue with your wellness visits, you'll just feel better for longevity. You know, one of, I was going to tell everybody, um, probably based on because of what I do, the large base of my clientele comes from referral. It comes from people that I've worked with as a coach. And that is what convinced me thoroughly about chiropractic is that the first time, and you guys were my first chiropractor, and what it was was I had a shooting pain in one of my fingers. And one of my employees goes, you have a shooting pain in your finger? And I'm like, yeah. And they're like, oh, your hips are out of alignment. And I'm like, how do you know that? And they're like, oh, my chiropractor, I have the same issue. And I'm like, oh, wow, I'd do anything to get rid of this. Get rid of this. So I came. And so when I came, I saw all these people who were referring other people. And I'm like, this must work. I mean, because why would a bunch of people tell a bunch of other people they should try it if it didn't work, right? And I thought, wow, this must work. And then I found out it really does work. It's, it's very beneficial um, because who doesn't want to get rid of pain? Right. We always joke, you know, even if you don't believe in chiropractic or not, it works regardless. So our practice is 100% referral-based. We pride ourselves in getting people better so that we can help other people and that they'll tell other people so we can help more people in the community be pain-free. So give me like a really bad case. You know, our favorite ones are when we give people hope. They'll come in and they cannot walk. They had to have assistance from the car to the door. They literally cannot walk. They think that they need to be drugged and just taken to the ER because they literally cannot walk, but then they walk out. So those are our most rewarding cases. Those are probably the toughest ones as well, just because they can't walk. So it takes a little bit more time and usually they have a hot disc, but we work on it and especially each day, we can get them better and better. Yeah. Now, does the seasons have anything to do with it? Like, do people, are they more susceptible for certain things in the wintertime? Like what we're going through right now, where it's really cold and rainy and snowy and drab and does that affect people that you see? or? Sure, absolutely. So Monday we'll probably see people who slip and fall, maybe possible car accidents. Um, and they don't properly lift the snow, so they're going to do a lot of shoveling. They'll do a lot of heavy loads. Instead of smaller uh, loads of lifting, they'll try to push the whole snow off the driveway with one scoop. Um, and then the summer, of course, yard work, raking leaves, um, planting flowers. We see a lot of overuse of bending. And then in the fall, we see a lot of allergies, and we can help boost your immune system with allergies as well. I was thinking yesterday, because I was thinking about I was going to talk to you today, and I don't know if there's any 
proof or any kind of data on this or this, that, and the other. But I was just thinking about how people squinch themselves up in the wintertime. Like they have this posture of being cold. And so they're, they've got their heavy coat on and they're, they're just being really restricted with their body and they're just trying to, you know, huddle and they don't even know that they're doing that. Right. Self-awareness is huge. We talk about ergonomics in the desk every day. And I bet second to that, we talk about how cold you are and you clench your shoulders and you carry your tension and your shoulders rise up to your ears and you, and you're tense without even realizing it. Even on the table, someone will lay down and I'll say relax. And they didn't even Mm -hmm. know that they weren't relaxed Mm -hmm. because they're just holding their tension so tight. So that would be a number one thing during this cold season is just relax your shoulders and not hold your uh, tension so tight. Yeah. Don't be so balled up. Yeah. Right. And they sleep like that as well. Um, And so it's just a continuous pattern. Now, sometimes when I'm laying on the little roller bed or whatever before I'm going in to see Aaron, uh, there's a screen that I (laughs) conveniently located right above my face where I can um, see interesting things. And uh, I saw something interesting that you speak to groups. I do. Yeah. And so what are some of the... um, What are some of the things that you talk about if somebody wanted to have you come and talk to their employees, but what are some of the things you typically come talk about? Well, of course, I talk about chiropractic and the benefits of chiropractic, but I really try to stick to -to day-to-day activities that could be helpful that they could take home, whether it's getting more exercise or instead of taking the elevator, take the stairs, having proper nutrition. Don't go to the vending machines at work, but actually plan ahead of your meals. Um, Decrease your stress. Are they drinking enough water? How are they sleeping? Um, What does their bed look like? Make sure they don't sleep on their stomach. That's really important. A lot of people sleep on their stomach. Your natural curvature in your neck does not go that way. So if you walk around with your head turning to the right all day and then you turn back, you're going to have a stiff neck. You'll wake up every day with a stiff neck and a headache if you're sleeping on your stomach. So I just try to teach them day-to-day activities. Yeah. Awesome. That's great. So Allison can come talk to your group about all that and a whole lot more. Now, one of the things we wanted to talk about that you've got going on with your patients right now in your office is this diet program. So tell everybody what you have there. Yes, we are super excited about this. We just launched it, uh, a new weight loss program. My husband and myself did it during the hardest time. We did it between Thanksgiving and Christmas, you know, when everybody's overindulging. Well, we decided to do a weight loss program and it worked so well for us. He lost about 23 pounds. And of course he lost more than I did because he's a guy and didn't have that much to lose, but he still lost 23 pounds and I lost 17. So, and what this is, is it's a healthy lifestyle base. So it's completely food, protein, vegetables, um, no shakes, no gimmicks, but you do take an amino acid drop. So you take drops, you put them under your tongue three times a day, followed by a healthy lunch and a healthy dinner. Um, And within four to six weeks, you'll lose about 20 to 35 pounds. And of course, there's much more to it than that, Um, but we have a full instruction manual and we have food to give you, plenty of information for you. You can help coach and guide them through it, right? Yes. You'll be their advisor. But our main goal is that this is a lifestyle change. You know, you're going to change some habits of your eating and what maybe you're drinking or what your habits are. Maybe you're waking up in the middle of the night, going downstairs to have cookies. Like this will break those habits and... um, we're there to be your coach. And- it's like you've sent spies to my house or something. I mean, like you, <laughs> right. you know my, my weaknesses. Right. But what I think is cool is that you guys are there for support. Yeah. It sounds like a wonderful program. And I would think that if you lost 24 pounds, that would be even more encouragement and fuel to keep going. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. And you ate healthy throughout those six weeks. So hopefully you made some changes in your lifestyle where you will just continue to make those healthy choices. And if you have the capacity to lose it, maybe what? 
a pound or two a week after that maybe or yeah if you maintain it and of course if you exercise and things like that. yeah so how do people find out more about you i've been very stimulated by this interview and i love everything i'm hearing and i want to know more about beamer chiropractic how do they do that you can go to beamerchiropractic.com. Now, how do you spell that? Because you <laughs> it looks you like spell, Bomer. Yeah, yes. you spell it a little different. So it's B O E H M E R chiropractic.com. And our email address is on there. Our phone number is on there. You can message me on Facebook. You can send me an email. You can call us. We um, like to respond to people quickly, so we're happy to help answer any questions you have, whether you're in pain or you have any questions about this weight loss program we're having. Um, We're here to answer any questions you have. That's great. And I can also personally tell you that to me, the environment means a lot. If I walk into somebody's office and they have a beautiful, wonderful office that they do their work in and you will be very comfortable there and highly enjoy the experience. So with every guest that comes on the show, I have these rapid fire questions that I end every interview with. Okay. So the first one is, what is the best memory in your life that comes to mind? I guess playing outside when I was a kid from in the morning till the lights turned off at night. Seemed like a different life, didn't it? It did, just riding the bikes around the neighborhood and running outside. Who's the number one hero in your life? Oh, my dad. My dad is. Why is that? He's just my rock. Just always there to have my support. What's his name and what did he do for a living? Um, His name is David Decklever and he owned a case implement so he's sold big yeah, farm implements, farm implements tractors and yep. combines and things yep. like that. Yeah, he great. Did. What's the number one value you subscribe to? That's a good one. Keeping our family together and um, faith in God. Um, who's the most important person in your life? Probably my husband. Yeah. Yeah. Great. And my awesome. family. Yeah. What's your favorite thing in the whole wide world? <sighs> my family. What's your favorite food? Pizza. What but kind? not anymore. Oh, okay. Yeah, now since you've been chicken. on the program. Yes. But before, when you were decadent, <laughs> right. uh, what kind of pizza did you like? Taco pizza. Really? Yes. Don't know that I've ever had that. Oh, what, really? What makes a taco pizza? Well, see, I grew up in a very, very small town in Iowa, and they had Pizza Hut, which yeah. was Pizza Hut only, you know, town of 10,000 people. So you got to go try out Pizza Hut taco pizza. Oh, wow. Okay. Uh, most beautiful place you've ever been to? Costa Rica. What, what was enchanting about it? Just pretty. Just very lush, full of trees, very tropical. Um, of course, the ocean was there. Um, very Did you pretty. encounter monkeys while you were of there? Of course, yeah. yes. Yeah, okay. it's great. Um, if you could describe success in one word, what would you use? Happy. How do you want to be remembered? Just as a loving person. What would be your best advice for a young Allison? Oh, young me? Keep up your drive and keep after it. What's your favorite sound? Quiet. And best lesson you've ever learned? Don't give up. Wonderful. Allison Beamer has been our guest today on Better Than Before with Beamer Chiropractic in Columbia, Missouri. Go visit their website. And please, if you have any kind of ache or pain that you think they could help with, please engage them. I think you will love the experience. I'll have your business and leadership lesson coming up next on Better Than Before. Hi, I'm Dave Drain. And I'm Dan Burks. And we're the owners of University Subaru. As a locally owned business, we care for our community. We know how important it is to give back because we grew up here and we raised our family here. This is our home. Which means we care for customers like we care for the community. University Subaru, your truly locally owned dealer. From here. Been here. And we will always be here for you. 
Receive weekly coaching tips from Tony Richards, delivered straight to your inbox. Whether you're a CEO or an entrepreneur, Tony can help you reach your goals and give you a competitive edge within your industry. Tony's Monday Morning Coaching Memo covers topics ranging from leadership development to teamwork to company culture and more. Text the word leadership to 38470 to sign up for Tony's Monday Morning Coaching Memo or sign up online at clearvisiondevelopment.com. Welcome back to Better Than Before. It's time for our business and leadership lesson today. And today I want to talk to you about developing the strength of your willpower. Allison was on earlier talking about a diet program, which is an excellent motivator and situation where you have to demonstrate superior willpower if you want to have success. But willpower is something you need almost every single day because resistance, we've talked about resistance on prior episodes, resistance is going to be something you face in your daily life, especially if you aspire to any kind of success whatsoever, any kind of spiritual program, any kind of health program, any kind of career type program, resistance is going to show up in its many forms trying to sabotage you from getting your best results. So sometimes just being gritty and having true grit as John Wayne would aspire to in his movie, you need to have just that gritty determination that nothing is going to hold you back. Nothing's going to set you back. Nothing's going to stop you from getting to that end result that you truly have the intentions and that you desire to achieve. So four really important keys to developing the strength of your willpower. Number one, you have to realize that you are in charge of you. Uh, I just did a workshop yesterday, and uh, I open all of my workshops by telling everyone in the room that they are a leader. So a lot of people have this thought in their head, well, I'm not a leader. Well, yes, you are, because the first person you have to lead is yourself. Who is the person making decisions daily, minute by minute for you in your life? Well, of course, you are. You lead you always. However, sometimes we surrender our leadership of ourselves to other things. We let the cheesecake lead us, or we let the, the bread uh, and the carbohydrates lead us, or we let the emotions lead us, or we even let other people. If you want to develop your own strength of willpower, you have to decide, number one, I'm not going to surrender my leadership of myself to anyone. Key number two, understand that this kind of attitude is lifelong. Anything that you do, and we talked about this today too in our guest interview, you have to stick with it. It's a lifelong process. It's not something that you do once. You know, if I were to just feed my dogs one time, they would eventually perish because you can't get fulfilled on the memory of a potato. You have to actually eat a potato. And you can't just eat a potato once. You have to eat a potato daily or apple or whatever food that you decide to take. You will not get nourished on the memory of any kind of food. And it's like that in life too. The whole process of achievement is a lifelong endeavor. Willpower gets strengthened by results. 
So as you get good results from your leadership decision of yourself, that fuels and powers you on uh, to better and bigger results uh, that are repetitive. Key number three, success typically lies just beyond the point that you want to give up. When you get to the point of throwing up your hands, from shrugging your shoulders, from getting frustrated, and you're about to give up, your success and your result is just beyond that. So a lot of times, if you can hang in there just a little while longer, you usually see some positive breakthrough. And, you know, what I've told people in the past, it's much better to have a breakthrough than a breakdown. And a lot of times people break down before they break through. Uh, so I'm just trying to illustrate to you that success is just over the next hill. So when you see that hill that you have to climb or that barrier that looks too tough for you, uh, success is just on the other side of that. And so willpower reads that signal and says, you know what, if we're about to give up, that means that winning is just on the other side. We better hang in there just a little bit longer, grit our teeth, uh, tighten our fists, whatever we have to do to fight through just a little while longer, we're going to have a breakthrough. Number four, a sense of destiny and destination is absolutely imperative. You need to read big idea number one in my book, The Big Idea which is you need a sense of purpose. And there's a whole exercise in there. My book's available on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, Books a Million. You can get it on our Clear Vision website. But that first big idea in my book is very crucial and critical. Understanding your purpose. What are you on the pathway to? Why do you get out of bed every day? What is your day-to-day -day process? And what is your destination? If you're on the road to somewhere, you typically know I'm going to Denver or I'm going to Dallas or I'm going to Chicago. What is your destination and your destiny? That way you can map out and put benchmarks and mile markers in place to know both directionally, you know what direction you're going in your life, and you also know progress. You know where you are and how far it is to get to your desired destiny and destination. And sometimes knowing those two things, knowing you're on the right path can fuel your willpower to stay the course. Knowing how far you are into it and how far you have to go can sometimes fuel your willpower. So those are the keys to developing the strength of your willpower. Number one. Never surrender your self-leadership. You lead you always. Number two, understand this is a lifelong process, right? Long-term benefits come from long-term processes. Number three, success is usually past the point of giving up. So just about the time you're ready to throw in the towel, don't throw it. If you hang in there just a little longer, you're going to have a breakthrough instead of a breakdown. And number four, you need to have a sense. You don't have to have it mapped out perfectly. You don't have to know exactly what it looks like, but you need to have a sense of knowing your destiny and destination so you can map out both the direction and the length of time it's going to take for you to 
arrive where you want to go. Those are the four keys to developing the strength of your personal willpower. I'm sure there's some value and some help in that for you and, and should you know you should be able to apply that if you want to have a stronger willpower. Great show today. I know I've enjoyed it. We talked about a lot of relative topics. Allison Beamer was here to talk about Beamer Chiropractic. Such a wonderful person that's helped so many people. It's helped me and a lot of people that I know. Uh, and then we talked about developing your willpower, which I think everybody needs a little bit stronger willpower. Better Than Before is sponsored by University Subaru. From here, been here, always will be here. University Subaru, your truly locally owned dealer. From our associate producer, Whitney Coker, our chief producer is Bill Foster. And I'm your host, Tony Richards. want you to have a really great week this week. And I hope you're on the way to your destiny and destination. And remember, everything gets better when you get better. Thank you for listening to Better Than Before with Tony Richards, a business leader's podcast powered by Clear Vision Development Group. For more resources from Tony, visit clearvisiondevelopment.com. Join us next time for another episode of Better Than Before with Tony Richards. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.